This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 140 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Last week, I offered suggestions on those essential items to keep in your hunting backpack. If you hunt, you probably have a hunting backpack that stays packed year-round. Everyone I know keeps their packs filled and ready to go in case a hunting opportunity presents itself. Those basic items should be in everyone's backpack, including binoculars, rangefinders, extra ammunition, and skinning and field dressing knives. I also talked about some of those items that you may not think about ahead of time until you're actually in the field, open your pack, and realize that you need them. To recap some of those items, I talked about extra pens and making sure that you have a variety of extra pens in case the weather is damp or humid or rainy. Sometimes pens work in better environments than others. I also talked about bringing trash bags um, because they can be useful not only if the weather does change and get rainy, you can use it for an instant poncho. And they can also be used to hold game quarters such as shoulders or hams of larger game animals and smaller game such as squirrels or rabbits. The next item is toilet paper. Not only being used for the obvious reasons, but toilet paper makes a great tool to mark your blood trail as you're tracking a downed animal. The next item I talked about were Ziploc bags because everything can be stored in the various sizes of Ziplocs. Keeping all your smaller items together and they're easy to find and it can be a great tool to use as a waterproofing agent. So if there are things that you don't want to get wet, stick them in a Ziploc and stick them in your pack. Then there's duct tape. Duct tape can be used to fix just about anything and everything you come in contact with. 
not only can it be used to fix minor rips or tears, but duct tape can also be used to firmly secure your tag to the animal that you've just taken. And finally, last week I talked about having a haul line. Haul lines are safety items and their best way to raise or lower your unloaded rifle or bow into your elevated stand or your hunting blind. Not only can you use haul lines to safely move your equipment around, they're also a great tool to help in your game retrieval. By tying the line around your game animal's legs or antlers, it's much easier to transport them across the field to get them to where you're going to process them or to load them into your vehicle. Above and beyond these basic fundamental items that every hunter should carry in their pack, now we're going to talk about specifically the items that every lady should carry in her backpack. Anytime I go into the field, depending on what my purpose is, will determine how I pack my backpack. If it's for a hunt, obviously I'm going to keep everything previously mentioned in my pack from binoculars all the way down to duct tape. But I also make sure that I have these extra items with me for several different reasons. First of all, I like to be comfortable. If I'm in the field, even though I'm dressed in my camo and I'm sitting in a blind before sunup and in the elements, I still am going to act like a lady. And what that means, even before I step foot out of my tent or cabin or wherever it is that I slept the night before, I'm going to take those extra few minutes to look somewhat presentable before I start to bundle up if it's going to be a cold hunt in the blind. I am still going to fix my hair and I am still going to put on some makeup. So one of the items that I keep in my pack is a small pouch that has a few makeup items. Not because I am vain or anything like that, but I feel good when I have makeup on my face and my hair is somewhat presentable. Plus, knowing that I'm going hunting, I am hopeful that I'm going to be successful and with a successful hunt comes pictures to follow. I always like to look somewhat presentable if I am going to be taking pictures in the field or with my animal or with the people that are hunting with me. Another comfort item that is always in my pack are disposable or flushable wet wipes. They are a great tool to use for the obvious reasons, not only in the field, but also if you're at a location or a camp or a place where public hunting is happening, there might be porta potties um, nearby, and a lot of times those porta potties do not have the proper stock of toilet paper inside of them. So I always make sure that I have my Ziploc full of wet wipes carried with me anytime I use one of those restrooms, as well as in the field if I need to use them. You also always want to make sure that you do have your stash of Ziploc bags so you can discard any used wipes in the bag and pack it out with you when you leave at the end of the day. These wipes are great to use to quickly clean your hands, or if you are in a hunting blind, you might need to wipe something down before you sit or before you rest your rifle. And they also can be used to wipe away or clean up 
any debris or blood that might be around your animal before you take your picture so you have a nice, clean, ethical photo to show all your friends and family. Carabiners are another gadget that I have always with me when I go out in the field. Whether it's hunting or just any trip that I take with my loaded backpack, I make sure that I have several different sizes of carabiners. They make great um, hanging hooks when you are in a confined space and you need to hang up some of your equipment, such as your binoculars or even a place to put your backpack. Just keep in mind, if you are going to be hunting and you need to be super quiet, those metal carabiners can clank together. So make sure if you do have those in your pack that you have them separated. So as you're walking or moving around, the carabiners that you have are not touching and making noise to potentially alert any game animals that may be in the area. I also like to carry fast drying, moisture wicking camping towels with me. They come in a variety of sizes and the smaller ones work just as well to tuck away in your pack. I usually carry two to three of these towels and they work great for, you know, obviously wiping your hands or wiping your sweat or any other thing that you might use a towel for. They're lightweight, they're small, they're compact, and they absorb moisture really quickly and they dry really fast as well. Most of these camping towels that are designed for this, they usually have some type of a loop on one of the corners. What I do is I clip it onto my carabiner and I hang it up inside of my deer blind. And by the time my hunt is over, my towel is dry. Regardless of the type of hunting that you are doing, it's always highly recommended that you wear your ear protection. Instead of having to fumble around and try to stick in the foamy earplugs, if you see your game animal, such as a deer, you want to minimize your movement, minimize your noise. So tell me, why is it that earplug manufacturers individually wrap those foamies in the loudest, crinkliest material on the market today? It seems like the quieter you're trying to be in a deer blind, the louder and more amplified the noisemakers are to get to your ear pro. I am a huge advocate of electronic ear protection. There are several different kinds on the market today, and a lot of them have come down in price over the years. You can go to any big box outdoor store and you can purchase the over-the-ear muff electronic ear protection. And what they do is they amplify the sounds around you, but yet when there's a loud noise, such as a discharge of a firearm, the ear protection will shut down and protect your hearing from those loud noises. Once the noise is over, it will reamplify again to all of your surrounding sounds. So these are a great tool to have because they do protect your hearing from those noises, yet they amplify everything else that you want to hear around you. I am a really big fan of the electronic ear protection that actually goes into your ear. Again, these have significantly come down in price over the years, and you can find them online and keep watching for different deals and specials, 
but I think I paid around $200 for a pair and they have a little foamy tip on the end that you insert into your ear, but the electronic part, it syncs up to your phone, it's through Bluetooth, and it has like four or five different settings of the environment that you're in. So they are great because as soon as I get out of my vehicle to start going to my hunting location, I put them in my ear, I turn up the sound, and I leave them in all day long, and I can't even tell that they're in my ear. They're very comfortable, and they, like I said, my phone syncs up to it, so if I get a text or anything like that, I don't miss any important calls or messages um, while I'm out in the field. And the best part is because they are amplifying sound, you can hear so well everything around you. As nature starts waking up with you, if you are in your blind before sunup, you can really hear all of the nature sounds around you, all of the birds, the insects, and all of the critters that are starting to stir surrounding your blind where you're hunting. These electronic ears are also a great tool if you are hunting in a blind with someone else, especially if you have a new hunter or if you have a young person that you're guiding. Even though you might be concealed in a hunting blind, you still want to minimize the movement and the sounds that you make. So oftentimes when I'm hunting with my kids, they want to talk or they have questions. Sometimes you don't realize how far your whisper travels in the still of the woods when you're in your hunting blind. So fortunately, they all have their own electronic ear protection and we wear them when we're out in the field. So when you have your electronic ears on and you're with somebody else who's wearing electronic ears, they are a great accessory to have. So if you do have something to say or a question or an answer, you can really whisper in the blind and hopefully not be detected by any other creatures that are around you who you don't want to hear your conversation. Nothing is more exciting than sitting in silence with your electronic ear protection with somebody else wearing their electronic ear pros and all of a sudden you hear the crunching of leaves coming from behind your deer blind. You both turn your heads to look at each other because you know something great is about to emerge. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another item that I always have with me, no matter where I go, what environment I'm in, 
I always carry portable chargers. I carry a slimmer, lighter weight charger that may have a six hour charge. And then I also carry a heavier charger with me that carries a charge for much longer. No, I am not playing on my phone while I'm sitting in my blind. The reason I carry a couple different chargers is because I take a million pictures and even more videos. That drains your battery a little bit quicker, especially if you're in a location where service is poor. So I always wanna make sure that I don't lose the um, battery life of my phone because I wanna make sure that I capture the hunt and everything around it with pictures and videos especially if I'm hunting with someone or with one of my boys. I always wanna make sure that I have great photos and videos so we have great memories to look back upon. So last fall, my 13 year old was drawn for a youth hunt in the middle of Texas on a 3000 acre piece of property. It was a camping hunt. So when we got there and set up our camp, um, we met up with the guides and we were driven to where our hunting blind was going to be located. So once we got there, the guide told me to drop a pin. So fortunately, I know what that means on my Google Maps, on my app, on my phone to drop my location of where our hunting blind is going to be located. Where it was from where we camped literally took us 45 minutes to get there because we had to exit the property, go out and around and across a bridge, across a river, over to the other side of the property where we were actually going to be hunting. So as the crow flies from our campsite, we could almost see it. But to get there, it was quite an adventure to go out and around to get there. So that brought a whole nother level of awareness that I had, hadn't really considered before is pin drops. They are a great thing and they are a great tool to have on your smartphones. So again, so goes the importance of making sure that your cell phone keeps a battery charge is if you are relying on a resource like that, there, I'm gonna tell you right now, there is no way I could have found that location in the dark. We went there in the daylight and I might could have found it again in the daylight, but in the dark, no way, because we had to leave our campsite by four o'clock that morning to get to our location by five so we could be quietly in our blind well before sunup. So having that technology is a great thing, but if your battery dies and you lose that technology, you could be in a lot of trouble. Because this property was so large, it did allow for a couple of other youth hunters to be drawn for that same weekend. So there were others scattered across safely this 3,000 acre property that we were also hunting on. When one of the hunters shot at a deer and it went into the woods, one of the advantages of having a well-charged phone was the father that was hunting with the kiddo they were able to share their location when they started tracking the deer. So they were able to get into communication with the guides and tell them exactly where they were so the guides could come immediately to their location to help them track the deer. So success story, deer was found, kid was very happy, and technology was a great thing because it worked when it was supposed to. 
I also use my portable chargers to charge up my flashlight if it's running low. So the types of flashlights that I carry are small, pen-sized, very high lumen flashlights that go off of a rechargeable battery. Even though I make sure all of my flashlights are well charged before my trip, it's always a nice backup to know that I have a couple of portable chargers in case one of my lights does go dim. I also carry a little bit larger of a flashlight and that one actually has a rotating head. So if I have to bend it and turn it in a different direction, it's able to do so because it does rotate. It also has a pretty strong magnet on the back end. So if I'm in a location that I could stick it on to the sidewall of my hunting blind, for example, I can rotate the head downward to see what I'm working on in my backpack or to rotate it around to a direction I need to look. So that larger flashlight has those kinds of purposes but that one is not rechargeable. So I do make sure I carry extra batteries with me in my pack because Murphy's Law will always raise its head anytime that you have a light that you need to use and you do not have extra batteries, that is when it's not going to work. The other type of light that I always have with me is a headlamp and extra batteries, of course. The headlamp that I have has different colors. So it has the white light. It also has the red light and green light. So if I am in low light conditions or in the dark, I am not blinding everything around me by using the bright white light, but I will turn it to use the red color so I can see where I'm going, yet it's not detected by game animals because they don't see the same shades of color as we do. Headlamps are great because they allow you to be hands-free. So when you are getting from your vehicle to your hunting location, you're probably going to have a lot of stuff that you have to schlup across the field. For example, you're going to have your loaded backpack, you're going to have your firearm, your ammunition, and anything else that you may need to get to your destination where your blind is going to be. Sometimes you may have to set up your blind right there on the spot. So if you are only going to make one trip, you want to minimize the amount of stuff that you have to carry while doing it safely and seeing where you're going. During this same youth hunt that my son and I were on, we were helping track one of the other young hunters deer that he had taken a shot at. It blew my mind to get to the location where they were and all of the guides that showed up, not one of them had a flashlight. Every single person who showed up to help track this deer pulled out their cell phone and turned on their cell phone's flashlight. I could not believe what I saw. So in my backpack, of course, I had my flashlight and it was very bright. So I pulled out my flashlight and I was helping track and they asked me if I had any extra flashlights that they can use to help speed up the process. So of course, I pulled out the other three flashlights that I had with me and I distributed them to the guides that were helping track the deer. And another success story, a deer was found, kid was happy, 
but it made me realize that sometimes when I pack my backpack, it's not just for my benefit. Sometimes I have to share in the supplies that I am carrying to help in the success of someone else. Something else that I always have in my pack are snacks and protein bars. Something to get me through the day because once I get into my stand before sunup, I will not leave until my hunt is over. Whether the hunting rules or the landowner sets a time or shooting hours are legally over or if that particular hunt that I am on has a designated end time, I will not leave that hunt any sooner because I am going to enjoy every waking moment of my time in the blind, out in the woods, enjoying nature, and hopefully being successful at the hunt that I'm on. You just never know what wildlife is going to do. They're very unpredictable, and you certainly do not want to get out of your hunting blind and risk the chance of spooking any game that might be nearby that you don't see, but of course, they will obviously take a notice of you walking across the field back to your vehicle or whatever you might be doing when you're leaving your blind. Some organized hunts will have a designated break sometime late morning to early afternoon where you can get out of your blind and go back to camp and visit, socialize, share what you've seen or haven't seen and have some time for lunch. But I always opt, if I'm able to, I always opt to not go back to camp and stay right where I'm at. So that said, I always want to plan ahead and find out how long I plan to be in my blind and I will pack accordingly. I make sure I have enough high protein food to get me through breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you are hunting in a blind with someone else, a new hunter, or even a young person, you always want to make sure that you have enough to share. I hunt with my boys quite a bit and they are always, always eating. So I make sure that when I pack snacks for myself, I make sure to double or even triple the snacks that I take because every time I break something out, my boys are looking at me wanting to have a piece of it as well. So I always want to make sure I have that so we can have a comfortable and not a hangry hunt. Another thing that I carry everywhere I go day-to-day in my purse and when I have a backpack prepared is a small first aid kit. I carry some Tylenol, ibuprofen, Benadryl, and I carry stuff for upset stomachs. I carry band-aids, dental floss, and I also carry a little tube of Neosporin. These few items can be condensed down into a very small Ziploc bag and tucked away in one of your pockets in your backpack. A lot of these items have come into my pack through trial and error. A lot of things that I've taken with me, I've realized that I don't need or I'll never use. And many of these items ended up in my backpack because I was on a trip and I wished I would have had it when something came up. So it's been a fluid process and I'm sure my next hunting trip will be a little bit different and I will add and subtract items as I go. But these are some of the basic items that I carry above and beyond what everyone should carry in their backpack. But these are the comfort items for me and things that I feel successful when I have with me when I'm out in the field. 
I always know that I'm doing something right when on a hunt or out in the field, people either want to be by me or with me because they know if they've forgotten something that I'm probably going to have it somewhere in my pack or somewhere in my vehicle. So I think that's a good sign of success when it comes to having essential items in my backpack. Depending on where I am hunting or camping or anywhere that I have my backpack, sometimes I'm going to be pushed across the boundaries of my comfort zone. I want to make sure that wherever I end up, it is what it is. I have to suck it up sometimes, but I want to make sure that I always have a go-to something in my backpack that's going to make me get through that trip and make it much more enjoyable because there is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and making memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.